Well, bet you're going fishing all of the time and my baby going fishing too. Bet your life, your sweet wife, she's going to catch more fish than you. Singing many fish bites if you got good bait. And here's a little tip I'd like to lay. Well, many fish bites if you got good bait. I'm a going fishing, yes, I'm going fishing, and my baby going fishing too. Hi, I'm Bill Sisson, the editor of Angler's Journal. And welcome to our podcast, Between Fish. This episode is entitled, Here and Now. I hope you enjoy it. You forget the magic that comes from being so engrossed in something that your mind thinks only of the here and now. In this case, a bunch of fish way up on the mud flats, breaking water with their tails and backs. Spring had been late, and the water was colder than normal. And you knew that if you were to find fish, it would likely be in the shallows, where the sun had warmed the dark mud and skinny water. I nudged the kayak a stroke closer and let the wind and current pull me off the spot as I cast. Bang! I fought and released a nice striper. Release, return, and repeat. None of us is free from the clinches of time, but for a couple of hours that morning, I felt as unfettered as the turns working the falling tide. My cell phone was turned off. No one was expecting me. I was self-contained, quiet, and having found fish, I was intensely focused on the moment. Henry David Thoreau advised, quote, you must live in the present. Find your eternity in each moment, end quote. The truth is, all we have are these moments, and for now, that's all I need. After several months of being stalked by a virus that you can't see or hear or smell, it was nice to again feel like the hunter, even if it was just the illusion of being in control. We live in a predictably unpredictable world. Spend time in the water chasing fish, and you learn that early. Nature is flexible, shifting, inexact. The fish arrive a week or two early or late, depending. Same goes for the birds, forage fish, insects, leafing trees, flowering plants, and on and on. The osprey that nest on tiny no-name island were late this year by two weeks. I'd given up on the return and then heard the welcome cheep, cheep, cheep one morning as I drifted past, firing cast at submerged boulders. Sometimes you can set your clock by the fish and birds, Other years, not so much. I was thumbing through an old fishing journal from a long ago spring when I found where I'd written of getting chased off the water twice in nine days. Each time, the pursuer was an intense thunderstorm. Both knocked out power for thousands of people. On the last occasion, my oldest daughter, her boyfriend, and I had hiked out in a little gap between fronts to a spot that had been loaded with fish two nights earlier. I had foolishly hoped the forecast, which called for the storms to pass by 8 p.m., would hold up. I wanted the 17-year-olds to experience a good night of fishing. Even before the storms rolled over us, the air was charged with electricity. On the walk out, I passed my daughter a gull feather that I'd picked up off the sand and felt a static shark between our fingers as they lightly touched. I should have known better. But fish will do that to you. And now we lay in a low cup between the dunes, the rods flat, 
as thunderstorms sniffed us out like a pack of dogs. There was too much lightning to think of fishing. We lay there and took the pummeling from the rain and marveled at the noisy pyrotechnics, the gusty down drafts, and the crazy spiderweb lightning. It was a show that I didn't need a log to remember. The strikes were cloud to cloud, cloud to water, cloud to ground. And the stray electricity wandering about made you feel like you're part of nature's electrical grid. If creation is a pink dawn, then surely this blitzkrieg of lightning, rain, and mutant thunder cells was a glimpse of the end. We waited for a break and hightailed it off the beach. I knew I'd foolishly made ourselves a target that night and felt fortunate when we finally moved out of the crosshairs. Another morning on the grounds, and a silly earworm was playing on a short loop in my head. To lose it, I started humming the old rock classic, Willin, by Little Feet. I made my way to the last cove on the river before it opens to a bay and the broad briny beyond. This spot has been good this year. The wind was out of the west, and the young tide was flooding. The fish can be spooky, and I was determined to fish the shallow cove correctly, casting my way in by degrees. The first fish came quickly, then another. And like that, Lowell George went back to sleeping the big sleep. The story I'd been writing in my head would have to wait until another day, and all extraneous thoughts vanished. The song of the drag carried me into the sun-drenched here and now. I thought of something an old friend told me one year after we'd gotten off the water. It's amazing what a few floppy fish will do to your spirits, said the late Captain Al Anderson. Everything is suddenly right with the world. Thank you for listening to Between Fish. I hope you enjoyed the story, and we'll listen to more on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bill Sisson for Angler's Journal. Bet you're going fishing all of the time And my baby going fishing too Bet your life, your sweet wife She's going to catch more fish than you Say get many fish bites if you got good bait Here's a little tip I'd like to relay Well, with my pole and my line I'm going fishing, yes I'm going fishing And my baby going fishing too Yes, I'm going fishing, yes I'm going fishing And my baby going fishing too